Successful people learn how to make their minds work for them. We are Life Is Now, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. All right, David. So today we are beginning to talk about vision. Okay. And the reason that we're talking about vision is because we're seeing that a lot of business owners get tripped up with this question, right? With this question of vision. I think for a number of reasons. One is they think that once they speak their vision out loud that it's set in stone, so they feel pigeonholed by someone asking them what their vision is. And I think too, especially when you're talking about new business owners, their vision is just to pay the bills. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that vision before. (laughs) When I was, when I was starting and I told the story before, like when I first left my teaching career and went into business for myself, my vision was to just replace my teacher income. Like that's, that's as far as I could see, like, I'm just going to do this and see if I can actually replace my teacher income so that I could keep doing it. I didn't really see anything past that. But then the problem is that you hit that goal and then you're sitting there with, well, what's next? Yeah. And what's next? What's next? It's interesting. It's an interesting lateral move for placing the income. It's, it's kind of like you're saying, Hmm, I don't want to live this way anymore. I want to do something different, but I have to re- I have to replace this responsibility. I have to prove to myself that I can do this on my own. And with the fascinating thing about it is that even though it might be the same amount of money, you're actually creating the money versus showing up at a job where somebody else then pays you. I mean, there's so much more that goes into that. Um, it becomes a very interesting process. But like you said, then it's then it's like, well, where am I now what? Now where now am what? I where am I going from here? And um I think that I think I think one of the things that troubles people is even people I've known that have had like an incredible vision, they very often back it down because it feels safer. Like what if I screw up? What if I actually what if I can't do this? When I worked with Proctor, Proctor back in the day, he used to do a coaching uh, thing where he would say, you don't want to come from what you think you can do. You want to come from what you truly want. So like if you just took all the training wheels off, right, you had the magic wand and the floating star, how far out would you go in your mind? What, did, what would you literally create? But people would, would, would retract from that and they would, they would go to what they think that they can accomplish. The problem is, is that those are usually two very different places. Oh, hundred percent. I think a lot of people get get um, uh, st- stopped up, stuck around their vision is because they immediately go to how, and if they can't see the how, then they won't let themselves have that vision. Well, right? Okay. So, so it's not just see the how; it's see the how without being seen. For most of them. Oh, yeah. Right? The exposure behind, like, here's all these things that I have to do, but I don't want to be seen doing them because what if I screw up? Right. Right? Yeah. They're thinking about what they're going to lose based on their vision yes. rather than what they're going to gain. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, you know, I just did this really cool activity this week. And I've done this a couple of times, but, you know, we're, we're kind of going through, not kind of, we're very much going through a rebrand right now. Yep. And our vision is changing a little bit. So I sat down, you know, Brandon and I left and we went, went camping in our, 
in our airstream. We went glamping. I'm went not glamping. a camper. Let's just get that clear right now. I am not a camper. No, you're my gl- butt will never be sleeping on the ground. Right, like that just <laughs> that's, that's not happening. So we went and we um we we got online this really cool app called Hip Camp, and we found this beautiful piece of property that this retired couple had, and they they put two RV pads on their site, so it's totally secluded. Anyway, I digress. We went. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. So, yeah. so these people have a beautiful piece of land, oh. and they put, they put two full hookups on on their property and rent rent it out to to travelers, RV RVers. Yes, and manicured trails, and I mean, it's like we stay. It's like we were staying in a state park. Oh shit! But it was their seventy seven acres, and they were just you know they had worked all their lives. They had retired. They have this big piece of property. They've got a beautiful garden on it, and they just wanted to provide an experience. See, I for love other that. People. I, that is, I mean, that's I that's thinking. Like, I love, I love it when people get creative about what they. People have so much more than they think that I they know. have if they could just get the vision. <laughs> it's true, and they were so. You know, it was very clear to me. They met us on the property and showed us back to where our site was, and it was so clear to me that they took so much pride in it. Yeah, and it was like so close to their heart to provide this experience for people looking to get away and kind of reconnect. And um, you said they were, re- they are retired, this couple, they're, they're retired. retired. They're a retired couple. I'm guessing they're probably in their maybe early 70s, late 60s, early 70s. Just the sweetest, the sweetest couple that decided to to create this experience for people and make a little money on the side. I right. mean, you know, they're getting, they got two RV pads. They are charging 60 bucks a night. So, the, you know, a little passive income, 120 bucks if they rent it out. You know, as long as it doesn't turn into a Stephen King novel, we're okay. No, no, <laughs> no, no. And we were in the middle of North Carolina, and you know, at one point, Brandon and I were like, "Well, if we hear banjos, we know we need to hightail it out of here." That is but true. You banjos, have to watch out for banjos. Banjos were not heard, so we're good. Anyway, wow, what was I talking about? Oh, so I got away this weekend, and I have this great book called Vivid Vision. It's by Cameron Harold. He's supposedly the CEO whisperer. He helps people like really get clear on what their vision is. And I sat outside for maybe, I don't know, four or five hours working on my vision, like my specific vision for where we're going as a company. And it was interesting because I think I even had a misconception around vision a little bit. Um, We've been taught so many different ways to create a vision. Like, what is your financial goal? Is that your vision? No, that's a goal. Um, should I do a vision board? Uh-huh. Okay, a vision board's great for you, but it's not in terms of sharing for your, sharing with your company right. because someone else sees your vision board and thinks something completely different than what you see on your vision board. So he, he really comes from painting a picture of where you're going to be in three years. And it, it was interesting because as I was reading the book, there were, there were distinct parallels between what we teach in terms of gratitude. So... We teach gratitude in terms of being grateful for things yet to come. Yeah. Like, I'm so grateful um, that I have this, this, and this, even though you don't have this and this, right? right? You're like projecting into the future, being grateful for the things that are coming, that are coming yeah. toward yeah. you. So this is really about seeing yourself three years down the line and looking at every single aspect of your business and what you want to be happening in your business in three years. And... The idea behind it is that you can be cre- as creative as you want, that it's not written in stone, that just because you write it down doesn't mean that it has to happen. But what I found is that it opened up this, I don't know, this door into, into possibility, into what could be without focusing on the how. 
Nowhere in there are you focusing on the how. You're only focusing on where you want to be in three years. So is he leading you visually or emotionally down this path? Both. Both. So it's how do you want to feel? How do you see things happening? How are other people feeling? What is your team looking forward to? Like it really takes the the onus away from how much money are you going to make in three years, which then immediately clicks your mind into how to like a holistic view of what you want your business to look like in three years. In three years, because five years is really far. Like yeah. Five years is tough for people to see. Especially right? today. With how fast things move today, five I years mean, like 50 years used to be, you know? We couldn't have, I mean, honestly, we couldn't have seen five years ago where we are right now. No, to be honest. so that's like, an interesting comment because before COVID, you and I were on a completely different traje- yes. trajectory, right? We were traveling all over the place. Yes doing various different things, think we were building one way, think we were building a media company one way. I mean, and then COVID came and it changed absolutely everything that we were doing. Right. And, and I mean, we couldn't have, we just couldn't have seen that five years ago nope. where we are right now. Nope. And he, he is really a big proponent of three years because you can see three years down the road. Like three years come quicker, fit. quicker than you, than you think, right? But yet it's a long <laughs> enough time where you can see some, some massive changes happening. So the premise is that you start with a lot, giving yourself that space to really dream about what you want your business to be like um, and what you want to have happening. You take a look at what what the culture is going to be like, what the vibe is going to be like, how your team is going to operate, what's happening with marketing, what's happening with sales, what's happening with operations, what's happening with, you know, all the different parts and yeah. departments. And some companies have more departments than other companies, but basically kind of an overview of where, like in the present, in present day, three years from now, what do you want to be feeling? What do you want to be experiencing? What do you want to be seeing? And what do the people around you, how do they want to how will they be experiencing you? How will your clients experience you? What kinds of experiences will you be providing for your clients? So that you can really get emotionally involved with that vision rather than it being focused on, you know, I want to build a big company and, and be making, you know, seven plus figures. Yeah. So it's, it comes from a more um, inspirational standpoint where I, I can feel myself getting excited about thinking about it. And then the idea is that you put it together in like a, like a packet and you share it with the team and everybody reads it together. And, and the idea is that when you state your vision like that, you either have team members that are 100% in alignment and it fires everybody up, or you have team members that opt out because they're not in alignment with that vision. And that's a good thing, right? That's a positive thing. Right. But I think what people don't understand is that the purpose of the vision is really to help you know where you're going, to help you get an idea of where you're going. And when you're first starting in business, you really just want to make the money that you need to take care of your family. Yes. Right? But once you've hit that goal, then we see business owners really get stuck on what's next. Well, a person has has to learn to get out of survival mode. Right? right, you really are not going to be in an, in a creative flow to think three years down the road if you're worried about how much money you're making this month in order to pay the bills. Yeah, and then the idea is that once you have this vision and you're feeling really good about it, and it's all written out and it's shared, then everybody's on board, and your you and your team begin to reverse engineer how to get to that three year goal. That's that's cool, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like. So I'm a big fan of Legos, just Lego 
Sorry for you oh, hardcore yeah. Lego people. You do not say an S at really? the end of Lego. No. It's like moose. You don't put. You don't say mooses. No. You don't say Lego. Lego. I didn't know that. So Brandon and I, when the kids left, Brandon and I started this little thing where sometimes at night we put together giant Lego sets. It's true. And it's amazing. It Why br- do I not my- know this? <laughs> Why? God. <laughs> We have put together the craziest Lego sets. We've put together the Hogwarts Castle. We've done the Millennium Falcon. Total nerds. Like, this is something we do, like, together So this at night replaces the of, wine and cheese nights yes. from days gone by, yes. huh, Tuss? Yeah, yeah okay. We're not, <laughs> we're not big drinkers. Well, Brandon doesn't drink at all. Um, but sometimes, you know, at night after we've had a really long day or I'm feeling a little bit brain tired, Legos is so perfect because you see the picture of where you're going and then you get to work building. And it's so satisfying because I have my role and Brandon has his role. And my role is that I sort all the pieces because he's colorblind, a little colorblind. He's a little sensitive about it, but I sort the pieces. Because what colors he has- can he not see? Reds, I'm, greens, I'm learning all new reds, stuff here. Reds, greens, and grays. Has a tough reds, time with reds, greens, and grays. And grays. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, I sort them, right? And uh-huh. I look at the book and I see what pieces he needs and then I set them aside and then he looks at how to build it. So we each have our role. And what ends up happening is we, like sometimes we don't even talk. We're just like, like our, we, it's like a meditative practice to build these legos i'm sure it's how some people feel with puzzles which i'm a yeah that's well that's what i was thinking like too. a jigsaw puzzle it's like right? a big jigsaw puzzle yeah except for the lego has specific instructions on how you put it together and if you don't put it together correctly then you can't go to the next step you gotta you gotta like dismantle oh, it you gotta dismantle it and start over okay so it's that the vision is the picture of the box right the vision is the end product the and the end piece and then the idea is that you reverse engineer how you're going to get to that finished piece. It's very much like what happens in business. Without that vision of where you're going, you can't reverse engineer how to get anywhere. You just stay in right, reactive right. mode, right? It's like, I'm going to overcome this problem. Then there's another problem. Then I'm going to overcome this problem. Then there's another problem. Then I'm going to overcome this problem. And then there's another problem rather than having a really clear vision of where you want to go, like crystal clear vision of where you want to go. Not just a goal, not just, oh, I want to make this much or I want to build the company to this big, but a clear vision, which includes how you're going to give back. That was the most inspiring part of my vision. I've got some, I've got some ideas of, how, of what I want to be a part of and how I want to give back. Um, but the idea is that without that end goal in mind, it's really hard to reverse engineer how to get anywhere. And you just end up being this puppet being kind of pulled side to side, overcoming each obstacle in your business. Whereas when you have that, when you have that vision at the end, almost like this prize at the end, uh-huh. you can stay more focused. Yes, you're going to veer off here and there. I mean, that happens with every business. There's always obstacles. That's that's part of being in business. True. But the idea is that without that vision, you're all over the place. You're circling and 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 kind of feeling lost sometimes. Whereas when you have that vision, you may get off track a little bit, but you're still online to to achieve that. That's fascinating. Now I can't get the damn Legos out of Lego. Excuse me, Lego out of my. Seriously, it's not a. There's no plural to that. That I've called it Legos my whole damn life. Same, and it's wrong. It's wrong. Yes. How are you made notified of this? Somebody corrected you. So there's this really cool show. I have no idea what network it's on. No, no, no. Brandon knows. There's this really called. Is it called Master Builders? Lego Masters. Thanks, Brandon. It's called Lego Masters. It is the coolest show. 
So I'm a, I'm an I love building things, right? So I'm a, I'm an integrator. So we watch the show, and basically, these these people are put in teams, and they're tasked with building something amazing, and then I guess the judges vote on who stays and who goes, but they don't have a plan. Like it's just a whole, like a wall full of different Legos. So they have to collaborate as a team on what they're going to build. And then they actually have to build it from scratch with these Legos. Like there's no manual that tells them what to do. To You mean Lego? Lego. God dang it. There's no manual that shows them how to put <laughs> stuff together. Right. Okay. It's just, they just see a picture in their mind of what it is they want to build. So they can build anything. They can build anything. Okay, there's usually build. a theme. I think there's a theme. It's been a while since I've watched it, but like storybook, you know, or comic book theme, or they have to build a bridge that can withstand the most, the most weight. Uh-huh. So they get together as this team, they think about it, they collaborate, and then they just go to work building it. And they build it like they can see. It's amazing to me. They can see the vision of what they want to build. And then they can pick out the tiniest little freaking Lego bricks and begin to build it brick by brick and it ends up turning out to be what they saw in their mind it is it's a really it's a really good show all right well we have we have a recommendation what's the name of the show again say again lego masters it's on fox it's on on fox Fox. lego masters lego masters yes it's 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 kind of incredible we we found it during covid because my kids and brandon have always been big lego people and I have not been uh-huh. so I'm a recent convert into the Lego world and I have to say that it's very very fun and yeah. quite therapeutic actually because it totally yeah. turns my brain off from thinking about business to being more relaxed and well focused. I used to build stuff like that as a kid we did Legos quite a bit when I was a kid and, and model Lego yeah <laughs> Lego and revel 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 models like uh, like hot rods and funny cars and ships and World War II airplanes and stuff. We used to do a ton of that yeah. uh, when I, mean, I was a kid. The same thing applies to, to a house, right? Like you, when you're building a house, and I know this because we just, we're just wrapping up finishing building a house in, in Montana. When you're, Is it made of Lego? No, it's not oh, made okay. of Lego. I'm just checking. No, no, please God, no. <laughs> um, but when you, when you build a house, you start with the end in mind. Yeah, Right? You don't just say, oh, I f- I'm going to build a house and it's just going to end up looking like whatever it's going to look like. You start with a very, very clear picture of what you want that house to look like and then you put together the plans to build it. Now, that doesn't mean that in business when you create a vision that as soon as the vision is created, you're going to see every single step along the way. Right. Right? The idea is that when your vision is created, you're going to see the first step. And then once you've take an action on the first step, you'll see the second step. And then once you take an action on the second step, you'll take the third step, right? Yep. So the idea is that you have enough trust in yourself and faith in the people around you that you can put forth a vision and know that no matter what happens, you'll get there. Yep. You'll get there. Yeah, I love that. And it also doesn't mean that the vision won't change. My vision 10 years ago is different than my vision now. I mean, your first vision was you wanted to buy a boat and have a piece of property in Northern Wisconsin. Yep. That was it. That was the deal. That was life. That was the, my entire life when I was what, 24, 25 years old. Yeah. And my first vision was to just replace my teacher income to prove to everybody that I could actually do it. Right. Right. You know? I, well, you know, the thing for me is every, cause I'll never forget this. I, and I'm still to this day trying to remember where the hell I picked this up. I think I've I think I've figured it out. But when I was when I was on the dock, um, 
I had, I, I had, I think it was a leftover goal setting process for metropolitan life. But anyway, it said, pick a hundred, write down a hundred goals, right? Don't think about how you can accomplish them. Just write them down. And I remember sitting there going a hundred and I could only come up with three. I can only come up with three things that I wanted. And part of the reason that I was stuck was that I really, I guess I could not, I could not separate from the how. I could, in my mind, does that make sense? Like, it's like, why should I pick something when I have no idea how to freaking get this thing? I'm just going to fail again. So, it, it, I mean, it was a, <laughs> I'm stuck on this damn forklift. It was, it was a big stretch for me just to think about a house, right? Yeah. So, and the, the, the Wisconsin thing, if you remember the story, it was for retirement, right? Yeah. So I was projecting 60 years into the future, <laughs> you know, with, with that goal. But as I broke through, the vision began to change rapidly, actually. I think that's, I think that that's what happens. Like when, when you give yourself the permission to, to want even something small, you're saying yes to something, and that yes creates another opportunity for another yes, right? Yeah. So this, this is kind of a segue into something I just thought about in terms of building, building your business. There's one, when we're sitting down on a team retreat and team meetings and we're looking at what's the next how in getting to our goal, there's a question that I ask our team and then we, we reverse engineer backwards based on that question. Just so happens that on Wednesday of this week, I'm going to be taking people through that process. It's kind of a lengthy process. It'll probably take about 30 minutes, yeah. but I'm taking them through that through that on our upcoming free training called How to Build a Multi-Seven-Figure Business, How to Reverse Engineer a Multi-Seven-Figure Business, excuse me. So if anybody listening is interested in that and wants to know that question and wants to begin thinking about how to reverse engineer from their business, I highly recommend that you attend. It's 100% free. We're just doing it for our audience. Where can they find um, out more about no that? No strings attached. Actually, we have a link that I think we can post in. Can we post a link in show notes? I think we can post a Put link in, in, the notes, the, in the show notes. And then Honestly, the easiest thing might be to just DM me. So if you follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is uh, at Steph Tuss, S-T-E-P-H-T-U-S-S. I will zap you over the link if you want to opt in, or you could actually DM David as well because he, he'll have the link at that time. I bet you a lot of people are uh, interested too. in that. It's going to be great. It's actually a three-part training, and this is the first part okay. of it, of like how to reverse engineer a multi-seven-figure business. And the idea is that you start with that end in mind, whatever that business looks like for you. Yeah. Whether it's a lifestyle business that you want or it's an empire that you want, it doesn't really matter. It should all start from the vision and work backwards. So just if you're thinking about it, if you're interested – join us it'll be a lot of fun that sounds great that sounds absolutely amazing yeah. um do they get a lego set with it no <laughs> <laughs> i can't get off of this now we have we have three boxes waiting for us at home we have Is a giant right? city that we're building and then we also have like thanos's glove or i don't know some marvel thing that's pretty cool it's all gold which is going to be like really challenging because all the pieces are the same color but it's just nice so there's theme there's different themes and stuff yeah, yeah yeah that's fascinating yeah it's cool stuff and it's also a lesson in starting with the end in mind right you got to know where you're you gotta know where you're going. I mean, wait a minute. How about Lincoln Logs? You guys do Lincoln Logs? Oh my God, you're dating. Remember yourself. those? Yeah. Do they even make those anymore? <laughs> no. Probably not, right? Lincoln Logs were hard because you didn't you didn't you didn't actually start from any kind of like picture to to build backwards. You just kind of 
Well, you built your built own thing. Stuff. It was a built a cabin, right? Yeah, it was yeah, always yeah. some kind of cabin. It could yeah. be multi floor cabin, and it always had the green wood slats that you would then put on stack on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen seventies. Yeah, Bring so back the seventies. <laughs> Woo. So I think, you know, I think there's something to be said for giving yourself as a business owner, giving yourself the time and space to really dream about what you want without any limits, um, without thinking about the how. I think you'll really be surprised at what comes comes out of that um, when you kind of take off the restriction of, oh, geez, I don't don't think I want to pick this vision because I'm not sure I know how to get there. Yeah. Um, And just allowing yourself to to fantasize a little bit. I think that's how how anything changes is it, that yeah, is that is. dreaming it's that daydreaming it's that fantasy it's that you know engaging your imagination and the creativity of of it all you know but before I started working with you my big want was freedom I didn't even know what that looked like I just <laughs> know that I wanted freedom and so Brandon and I after we put the kids to bed at night we would go into our basement because that's where our TV was we had a family room in our basement and we would watch no reservations with Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we would dream about the places that we would go and the food that we would eat and the freedom that we would have. And I think that was really pivotal in helping me make a lot of the changes that I wanted to make because I knew I wanted to have those experiences. I knew that was that was the, that was the part of, not all of, but part of my vision because adventure and travel and new places is so important to me. And I, I didn't have a framework for it because I hadn't traveled I hadn't had a lot of experiences, you know, I mean, we would, I mean, our family vacations were not, I don't even, did we take family vacations? I, I, I think we would like just stay in a hotel and swim in the swimming pool. Like that was the cool thing at the time. Let's just go and, you know, rent a hotel room at the Holiday Inn Express and let the kids swim for two days. Um, We never really took any big any big family vacations or had any, any new experiences. So that was a huge that was a huge push for me to, that was a big why right? Um, to do the things that I knew that I was going to be resistant to doing um, on my way to what I consider success. Yeah. I've always found it interesting because, um, and I, and I was exactly the same way to, I think to a degree we're raised in an era in history where there's so many different things that have been created by human beings. We're around it. We're inundated with it every day so that it, it, it's almost like it registers. Oh, this is just normal that there's all this stuff, but nobody really questions. How did it actually get here? I mean, it, everything had to be a vision in the mind of somebody to start with. And then they had to move toward that vision and then say yes and adjust is they went to it. But that seems to get glossed over because most of the teaching that we get as kids is about how to be safe and secure for the rest of your life and not make a mistake and don't piss anybody off <laughs> type of an idea. And it, yeah. it it it's almost like we have to, something needs to come in and remind us how to think the way that we're actually programmed to create. Because that's the interesting thing about human beings is that we have, the intellect we have, all of the faculties of that intellect are creative faculties. It gives us the ability to completely create from nothing. Like we're actually magical mystery people in what we have the ability to do because it's like, where is all this stuff before you think of it? I mean, it's all in the universe. And we have this this ability to bring this inner vision in and then take action on that vision as we, as we start to see it. And I love that 
the, your idea with the business, how to reverse engineer this so that somebody gets a really good look at what that looks like and what that process is. Yeah, I mean, think about, think about children. You, know, you and I both had kids, yeah. and everybody was a kid at one time. They create entire worlds with their imagination. That's true. Like they create alternate universes with where anything is possible and there's no rules, right? right. And then and then it gets shut down. Do you ever see those big giant uh they're they they look like spools, but they have cable on them, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So when I was a kid, me and my friend, I don't know where we got it, but we had one of these and we had it between two garages. We had it between our two garages. And that thing was a ship it was a spaceship a batmobile like it was a camping adventure it was a ufo adventure like it was everything we would go play there all day long all summer long and every time it was a different adventure with this giant spool you know we could climb on it and do things and yeah and what kids can do with a cardboard box it's amazing incredible yeah 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 <laughs> yeah so the whole idea for today is to to let yourself dream a little bit Give yourself some space and some quiet time to think about what you want your business to look like three years from now. Right. Um, and then really hone that vision. Make sure that it excites you. Make sure you can feel it in your body. That's exciting. Um, and don't censor yourself. There's nothing that you can't have. There's nothing that you can't do. Right? Like keep open to possibility because yep. that's where the magic happens. For sure. All right. Thanks, David. You bet. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.